0: Hello everyone, welcome to Men on Fire. My name is Mike Oren, a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher. And each week I'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be. Welcome, 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 welcome to the very first episode of Men on Fire. Now, we're going to talk about a myriad of topics on this podcast, and I'm talking to mainly a man-based audience. However, I don't want to disclude or dissuade women from listening because um, you know, you might find some insights on in how maybe to uh, understand us better, maybe uh, mold us better into the, the form you want us to be in. Just kidding. Uh, well, not really. But anyway, uh, you might also find some insights that uh, would, would prove useful for you as well. So, but I want to focus mainly on, on men today because I feel that sometimes we're a little bit left out of the picture. There's not enough uh, support groups for us. I want to help men that have been constantly repressing their feelings into this, what I call a container inside us. If you can can picture uh, an open container in your chest sort of thing, and uh, we're just pushing our feelings down and down and down and they become compacted in there and uh, we can't get them out, and we don't know how to get them out. In fact, many times we don't know how to act anymore in in, uh, society, so uh, I think it's be helpful men to be able to maybe understand some of those feelings and then we're going to try to excavate those things we've been repressing in that container out we're going to excavate them right out just like uh, with a backhoe we're going to pull it out and have a look at them examine them and then see what we can put in that container instead of those repressed feelings to bring us a little bit of light a little bit of uh, happiness and joy in our lives and understanding for for others and I don't want to BS you on this. This podcast is definitely going to be a little bit towards spiritual slant. But having said that, um, you know, that's just what I believe. And I will bring some of those thoughts to the forefront. It's not that you have to adopt any kind of beliefs from anyone. What you choose to believe is totally up to you. But I ask you if you would just uh, have an open mind. And if you something resonates with you that uh, we talk about, please keep that. If it doesn't, then dump it. That's all. Just get rid of it right now at this present time, then it doesn't resonate with you. And that's perfectly fine. So for the very first topic, I had something else in mind, but for the very first topic uh, on Men on Fire, I wanted to talk about what's going on right now in our world, which is of course the coronavirus and COVID-19 and how many of us are reacting to it. Some are, uh, you know, taking it as it comes, and some are like freaked the heck out and don't know what to do. So I'm wondering, you tell me if this is you, okay? You can put it in the, in the comments. Tell me if this is this is way you're thinking. We're all doomed. The economy will collapse. Our mental health will fall apart, and we will all know it's just a matter of time before the virus mutates and starts creating the zombies. Is that, is that maybe what you're thinking about? I mean, don't get me wrong. I I could think that maybe something like that could happen, but is it probable? No. So I don't see that happening and I don't, I don't worry about it, but you know, I think if you're constantly watching whatever news source you choose to watch, and you're getting the updates all the time and then all the numbers and all the figures. uh, I I still think that if you're constantly watching all those things, and that's all you think about, especially before bed, I mean, who wants to fill their mind full of that stuff before you're going to go to sleep and and then uh, have all those thoughts and have trouble getting to sleep and have dreams about it. So I would say, you know, if you could, you know, and I know we need to be informed, but if you could, you know, watch uh, an, an update, you know, once or twice a day for half an hour and get uh, and get to know what's what's happening, whatever your government is saying and, and things you need to be aware of and what to do and what rules to follow and that sort of thing. That's that's great. We need to do that. And we need to be aware of what's happening in our world. But we don't have to live it because through our thoughts we generate feelings. And with those feelings we generate emotions. And we can get angry just by Uh, Listening to somebody else speak in a certain way even with a certain tone. So there's no use filling your head Full of all that uh, stuff if there's uh, no need to because you can't make wise decisions When you're upset or angry, so I'm going to uh, Talk about to go off on a little bit different note here now towards confidence and I think that's something that all of us need to have especially as men confident men which people like to see in men, women, other men. They know when they shake that man's hand or whatever you choose to interact they can see it, they can feel it. They can almost smell the confidence exuding from that man. And they, uh, people like to deal with people like that, uh, at all times. So are you confident? And, uh, right now I think because we're feeling so much anxiety and stress, we're losing our confidence and that's you know we're starting to lose our confidence anyway in general as men but with this new uh COVID-19 crisis we're going through i think we're losing our our confidence even more during due to stress and anxiety so as anxiety goes up so does uncertainty and the confidence then goes down and confidence in in what in everything confidence in ourselves, in our future, in our safety, in our finances, uh, in our loved ones, confidence in everything that we hold near and dear to us in our lives. And this lowered confidence then also breeds a lack of uh, clarity. Sorry. So it's a lack of clarity. When we don't have clarity in our lives, we are really stressed out because we can't see, what's gonna happen and we always wanna know what's gonna happen around the next corner. It's basically impossible to predict, but uh, we still would like that, don't we? We would like to have that clarity of what's gonna happen in the next, at least the next few hours to us. And we haven't got that right now, It's, it's, it's lacking. So the lack of clarity in our lives breeds the stress, frustration and anxiety. So how do we find a way towards finding our confidence and clarity no matter what's going on? And including, especially now. Well, I can vouch for these feelings personally because uh, when I was younger, I grew up as an athlete, very confident. Well, actually, I'll go a little bit before that. I grew up as a fat little boy. My mom always cut my shirts so you didn't have to tuck them in to hide my belly. And um, I wasn't very confident. Grew up the son of immigrant parents from Germany. And I got a lot of criticism, you know, called Nazis, squarehead, all those sorts of things, uh, as growing up. And I wasn't the, the most confident person. But as I grew up, uh, a little bit older, and my body changed, and I uh, started into sports, I, I got that confidence because I was good at what I did. And so I became an athlete, and that gave me even more confidence, more confidence in uh, to try things I didn't wouldn't normally try, things like music, so it uh, it really helped me have that that confidence and I carried that with me through the rest of my life and um, when I later left school and I was close to becoming, at least being looked at by some uh, Canadian professional football teams, I had a motorcycle accident and blew a knee out, so that was the end of that, so, but I still had this confidence, I mean it didn't change who I was, I continued on, and became a marine engineer and then a uh, stationary engineer and millwright and i kept that confidence with me i I had no problem throwing myself into different situations because i knew i had that confidence and with confidence breeds then competence and it's that psychological thing that the competence, confidence loop that uh, psychologists like to talk about sometimes. So it's, you know, if you get, throw yourself into a situation, constantly throw yourself in the new situations that you're uncomfortable with and you, you actually conquer that situation that gives you confidence. And then you will start to get competent at what you're doing. And then that competence will allow you to gain more confidence. And then competence and competence and that's why they call that a loop but anyway i i I did have a lot of confidence so i had no problems with that until i uh i had uh, a workplace injury and i could no longer keep working in the in the uh, trades so i actually became a realtor for about six years and a very good one actually of the top six percent of agents in canada but it ended up uh, destroying my marriage. And we, uh, we broke apart, separated, divorced. Subsequently, I had deaths in the family as well. And then uh, a bankruptcy. And you know, the bankruptcy is like a huge gut punch. I mean, I had uh, you know this confident, competent, strong man that had always been a provider and always uh, brought the paycheck home. and. Uh, we were able to put two boys through university and and raise a family and live in nice homes and that sort of thing suddenly it wasn't there like i lost confidence myself it made me feel like a like a failure and you know some of you may feel that too in different situations not you know exactly like that but you may feel that way too you may feel like a loser that you know who am i I, you lose who who you think you are all these persons that you made yourself up to be you know you're uh, you're not your job you're you're not your uh, clothes you wear you're not the car you drive you're you're not even your name you're like who who are you and that's what i started to think so i fell really far and low and very depressed and i um uh, i'm telling you a little bit of my personal story here so i don't have to not to do that later in another episode but anyway it uh, this is when you know i thought maybe the world would be a better place without me and, uh, you know, I entertained those thoughts, I didn't make any plans for any, for my own demise or anything like that, but I did entertain those thoughts, but I thought, you know what, you know, I've got two sons that uh, I, I felt, you know, still needed me and I still love them dearly and uh, I wanted to be there for them. So I developed a, you know, a, more of a spiritual practice, meditation, and uh, dove into self-help books like crazy and just devoured everything. and I started coming out of that depression and which you know was probably 10 years ago now but here i am today on my 58th birthday and talking to you from behind this microphone and loving doing it so i've been helping people transform their lives in both uh, life coaching and business growth coaching as well and i'm I'm loving doing that and loving uh, helping others uh, become their greatest versions that they can be so going away from that, what I found was that all my confidence that I had, had actually come from my ability to perform either as an athlete or a provider for my family and the money I was able to bring to the table. That's it. Ultimately, that's all over the places that confidence came from my ability to perform and my ability to bring in the cash that's it. That's really what it boiled down to. And there's three steps really, three steps to regain your unwavering confidence. Now, number one is get real. And what do I mean by that? That means you have to acknowledge your situation. You have to acknowledge your feelings about who you are and and where you are in, in this place and time. So we have to acknowledge that We are 100% responsible for everything that's happened to us. And you might say, well, no, no, hang on. That person did this to me at work, or my girlfriend said this, or my wife said that. Yeah, but they may have made you feel a certain way, but you are responsible for that feeling. And the feeling brings about emotions, which brings out actions, which brings out results in our life. So you actually are responsible for what took place and how you act. So that's where you have to acknowledge that you are responsible for your life. You know, you can blame the guy down the road. You can blame your sister-in-law. It doesn't matter who you blame that doesn't do anything. That doesn't solve anything. You're trying to shift something away from yourself that never ever fixes anything in your life. You have to look at yourself. You have to look in the mirror and say, okay, how do I react? from this situation. And again, when we're under stress and anxiety and frustration, we never act the way we should act. So we have to step back from it for a moment, get real, take a few deep breaths. You know, maybe you need to walk away from that situation and go sit in the car for five minutes or go home and sleep on it, whatever it takes. Take a week. It doesn't really matter. But you'll you'll be able to come back with a better response if you just take the time. To get real and gain a little bit of clarity of what's actually happening and whether we need to react to that knee-jerk reaction because we always make bad decisions when we're angry and that's a physical thing that happens physiology in our in our bodies in our minds that we'll get to in later episodes but we haven't got the time today to go into that but suffice it to say that we will go in depth in how your body reacts to certain situations later on and number two is You have to, the second step, you have to see how I feel and see how you feel right now. Do you feel scared? Do you feel awesome? Are you in touch with humanity? How do you feel? If I'm honest with you right this very moment, there's part of me that's a little bit scared of this virus and what could happen because we don't know. Again, see, there's that uncertainty. We don't have the clarity. But that's just a little part of me. And I have to acknowledge that. That's okay. I I, I can be scared about something. I'm a grown man. I'm not trying to put on airs or anything like that. And, but I also do feel awesome. I do feel awesome. And I'm in touch with my humanity and with my my soul, my soul's desire, and I'm doing it right now. I'm uh, creating this podcast for you. And that's part of my soul's desire is to help you. And so I'm living that. So why wouldn't I feel awesome? but there's a part of me that's scared too. And it, you have to uh, acknowledge that too, that uh, we don't, we're all kind of put together from these pieces and, and our, our mind can have, you know, some different facets and think different thoughts. Doesn't mean one's bigger or better than the other or anything like that. But we have to acknowledge that, you know, we can and will have those those separate feelings and thoughts. And that's okay too. So don't worry about feeling scared so that also relates back to the news that we talked about you know listening to the news all the time we're seeing all this death and loss and and feeling for people and you know why why do we have to watch it so much well really part of us wants to watch it because we crave to see what's happening to other people because we want to be able to see gauge ourselves where are we compared to them oh, we're better off because, you know, we live here and and we have a nice house to live in and those people aren't, there in crowded situations and that's why they got the virus and we haven't. Oh my God, I'm so thankful that we are where we are and you should be. But sometimes that's why we crave to see the news to be able to compare to where we are uh, compared to somebody else. And hopefully we, we see that we're better off. But that's why sometimes it's a feeling to put yourself one up from someone else. And that gives us a little bit of relief. And that's kind of why we do that sometimes. But our confidence only comes to us from, again, as I mentioned earlier, from stepping into the unknown repeatedly. So if you are constantly putting yourself into an unknown situation, you will gain confidence. And then of course, competence. And we talked about that loop earlier. So what else can you do? Well, you can create space for yourself by uh, meditating to calm your mind. If you're not into that, go for a walk. Shut off your phone, go for a walk in nature. That's as good as meditation, folks. It doesn't really matter. A 10 minute walk in nature is the same thing. You're clearing your mind, or at least allowing those thoughts to go through your mind and let them go. You're not letting them constantly eat at you. Think about it, let the thought come, let it go. When you start practicing that just a few times, you know, go for a walk a day for three days and you'll go wow I I can't believe that I feel better I feel better about myself it's easy stuff easy stuff to do and step number three is remember who you really are so astrophysicists tell us that we are in a huge cluster of galaxies and universes actually they call the multiverse and this is not something that I've made up, you can Google this if you like, and it's, it's all right there, it's all science. And as I mentioned earlier, you're not your job, you're not your clothes, you're not your car, you're not even your name. You are energy, energy of the universe, divine energy that came here from stardust. That's who you really are, you're full of energy. Dr. Bruce Lipton likes to talk about our cells. And he's a renowned scientist that talks about epigenetics. And he says we have 1.4 volts in each one of our cells, if you're actually analyzing. And there's 50 trillion cells in us. That's 70 trillion volts of energy available in our body. So you are energy. That's all you are. And you came from space, outer space, and your stardust. So that's who you are. You came here and, and you're lucky to be alive in the, in the physical realm of uh, planet Earth. And, you know, we're uh, we're on a planet hurtling through space. And uh, if you put that in the bigger spectrum, you know, things are a little bit smaller than what we're going through isn't as harsh. We will conquer the virus. We will get through this. We will regain our confidence and we will continue with our lives. So, to recap that quickly, step number one to gain unwavering confidence is get real. Number two is create some space. And number three is remember who you really are. And that will bring you increased confidence in these times of stress, anxiety, and frustration. Well, thank you so much for being here on the first episode of Men on Fire and look forward to seeing you again very soon. Hey, are you having trouble living the life of your dreams? Guess what? You're not the problem it's not that you're not smart enough deserving enough or even hardworking enough the problem is that you haven't yet installed the one key belief that will change everything want to know what it is you're the one that's right you are the one the world is waiting for you to give it that one special gift that only you possess want to find out more head to my website at micaren.com to order my new trilogy you're the one the first two books are available together in an omnibus book with the exciting final installment of the series available soon and while you're there download a free ebook or two to help make a difference in your life today thank you so much for listening to today's episode as always keep what feels good and dump what doesn't and remember live without judgment give without expectation and love for no reason follow those three simple expressions and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.